Yo, what's up? This is your favorite sensei, Blair Sensei. And I know you're probably wondering, Blair Sensei, teach me your ways and show me how did you start your own podcast? Well, I'm here to tell you that it's very simple. All you have to download is the Anchor app. Once you do that, from there, it'll break down and make it very simple and easy for you to create your own very podcast from recording to adding in sounds and interludes and exit sounds, outerludes. Also, will help you distribute to any service, streaming service for your podcast. So everybody that you know will hear it. It also will provide sponsors that will then pay you as people listen. So if you're trying to make some easy money and you like talking, why not do something with it? Start yourself a podcast with Anchor. This is your favorite sensei, Blair Sensei. And that's all, folks. What's up, class? This is your favorite sensei, the one and only Blair Sensei. And I am back after it's been a little bit of time, and I apologize, but we class us back in, and I am here with a new lesson on a new topic, a new anime of interest called B&A. I'm also back with my guest of the day, Miss Fatima, the great Fatima. If you could, class, give her a round of applause, welcome her in. <laughs> This Fatima, oh my god, we love it when she's here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the anime review podcast, Anime Academy 93. And you guys are now tuning in and learning, and hopefully, you guys learn a lot as we uncover BNA and break it down just a little bit, just enough to give you a little taste of what you're gonna get into. Um, yeah, they're honestly in for a treat again. Hey guys, it's Fatima Simone, aka Miss Saturns, and I am at this point, I'm like a returning regular. Like, I just I just love coming to the podcast. So, uh, you can follow me on my social media, it is Fatima underscore Simone at Instagram, and it's Miss Saturns on Twitter. You can also follow my Patreon, and I am super excited to go ahead and dive into BNA, which stands for Brand New Animal. Yes, as she said, uh, starting with the main characters, Michiru, uh, which is her character is she's a high school girl um the start of her is her her best friend since childhood uh one day end up going through some changes after getting to an accident uh and then her friend gets kidnapped um she then later trying to get more answers and get into the city called anima city uh, she ends up getting the help from a mink. Um, if you could drop the name for that, Fatima. 
her name is Marie and she's super adorable and I love her and she is honestly I'm so proud of being a because she is definitely a character of color I'm not gonna I would definitely have to say she's black or she's of some type of afro descent but she's super freaking adorable so we have so being a is the story of like we said a young character young girl high school girl named Michiru Kagamori and she wakes up one day and she has turned into this super uh, freaking adorable tanuki class do your homework google them things they are so adorable I just I want one as a pet and it's, it really does match with her character it's super cute she's super cute and she wakes up as this hybrid character and unfortunately in this world there is a lot of prejudice against these hybrids which we call Beastman. Yeah. So like you said, um that's deeper into the story, but eventually her, her best she her best friend does end up getting kidnapped and shortly thereafter she turns to a beastman herself and she takes it upon herself in the very first episode. The action is intense. It's very intense in the very first episode. Right? Like, she is completely... She has to find a way. She's sneaking around, slinking around. We don't even see her, what she looks like for, like, I think, what, 15, 20 minutes into the anime? Because she really has to sneak out of the human world. Well, I would say 100% human world and get into anima city where it's safe because the prejudice against oh my god it's so it was it was super intense blair how'd you feel about that scene um it was like being an enemy in your own country like kind of like back in the day with segregation and uh literally having to be afraid of your own skin or how you look because somebody might capture you and torture you or experiment on you or judge you because of what you look like. So you have to go into hiding. Like those people that be all deformed and so they wear like hoodies and cloaks because they don't want people to notice what they really look like. Uh, Fear of being judged, like she said. So yeah, like she said, a lot of prejudice, a lot of judgmental people of beast man humans just don't mess with them um so when she does finally figure out a way into anima city um she's looking for answers she ends up running into uh the town festival of the silver the silver wolf oh let's that, talk about the graphics of this the graphics festival. very colorful the graphics of the show are very colorful very vibrant uh, especially with the action scenes, multicolor changing and explosions and uh, the transition of the scenes and the action, the fighting, very well designed and choreographed. And I, I mean, I love it, honestly. I do too. Um, the only thing that I can say that reminds me of this animation style, the color scheme style, is Fully Coolie class. So if you've done your research and you've watched some Fully Coolie, and you like the animation style of Fully Coolie, you will definitely like the animation style of BNA. It's so colorful. It's so vibrant, explosive. It's got this, this pastel neon. It, it's It's like super... It's dope. Like, I really can't even sit here and express how awesome and colorful and 
intense. And, it, and it's like these soft, pa- it's a very soft pastel, but then it's like neon. Yeah. It's, it's, it's dope. So after, you know, she escapes her captor, well, not captors, but she escapes her pursuers with the help of Marie after getting shook down at the hands mm-hmm. of Marie, because, you know, ain't nothing in this world free or in DNA. She finds herself in the center, at the very beginning, actually, of the Anima City Festival. And going nuts. Goes nuts. So she doesn't go nuts, but like everybody else going nuts. There are all types of beasts and animals and snakes and lizards and, and horses and dogs and cats and oh man and bulls and beasts and bears and it's just awesome. She finds it uh quite fascinating and then that's when she runs into Shiru. Uh at that time he just appears to be some normal wolf man, wolf beast man, uh, just standing in a crowd crying. She doesn't quite know why this man is crying. Uh, you find out later, uh, a l- way later, why he is crying. But uh, eventually he disappears. And so she ends up drifting off as well and noticing, because uh, I think she was chasing after uh, the monkey that had stole from her. Yeah, it's all fun and games until your stuff gets stolen by a, a monkey. Yes. Um, while doing that, though, she comes across this guy, kind of shady. Looked like he was supposed to be a maintenance guy, but he was kind of in a random uh, spot at this time. And it just didn't make sense. He definitely didn't fit in. Definitely a suspicious character. And she notices it almost immediately. So she then chases after him eventually, but he gets away, uh, which then she ends up running into Shiro again. And he then has to track down the guy because they find out the guy is a bomber. Uh, bomb goes off on a festival. A uh, bunch of chaos breaks out. It sues. It's, yes. it's, it's crazy. So after noticing the obviously and accurately suspiciously creepy guy don't judge the book by its cover unless that book is easy to read so she goes ahead and she just and you know the the plot and the uh, the climax happens she literally escapes she narrowly escapes death when the whole um what's the thing called is it called a uh Basically, the big TV stage. No, it wasn't the stage. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the stage, the TV screen started like collapsing after the bomb went off. Yeah. And the only reason why she was in trouble was because there was this old man, a ram, I think. He was having to move like really slow, and he was gonna die. He was gonna get smashed, and so she took off to try to save him. Um, I want to say that's also when her. She has the ability to morph her body into any part of another animal. And I believe she turned them into cheetah legs to try to run faster, to try to catch this guy and save him. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I don't think that her powers become that apparent that soon. I think it, maybe it was to like get him there. I'm not even type sure. Class, go ahead and follow up with that. But... It does it in the scene. It does appear that she is not going to make it. You know, she's tried. She saved the guy, but she's not going to make it. So our guy Shiro comes along come, and saves the day. Shiro Ogami, yeah, comes in and saves her. Lightning speed, man is stupid fast. Uh, he saves her and the old man. Um, and then after that, that's when he goes into trying to track down the bomber. Literally, one thing to note about Shiro. 
he has this impeccable sense of smell to the point where it becomes 100% visionary. He can track, just with a whiff, he can track where somebody is almost to an extent of, I would probably say like 100 like kilometers. Like he can, he knows exactly where you are, even amongst the thousands of people at this festival or Beastman at this festival, he was able to track down the guy who planted the bomb and instantly made his way to get in that ass. Very dangerous, man. Uh, super fast, super strong, uh, great sense of smell. And then, uh, so he ends up catching a guy, though, obviously. Mm-hmm. Conscious. But while doing that, though, he ends up running into uh, these other Beastman Hunter, which are like, they were humans that got turned into Beastman. Um, one is a lion, the other one's a deer, a buck, and um, they're hunters. So he ends up having to fight both of them, and while fighting them, they rage and go into like a super mode. Uh, I don't even know what to call it, and they haven't really had a name for it. I just call it a beast, uh, Super beast mode. Let's just call it that. <laughs> uh, the lion grows like 10 times the size, gets super buff and strong, and then Shiro takes both of them on, kicks their butt. Literally. Just, I, kicks their butt. Yeah, it looks like a part of the beast men, when they are agitated, it seems like when they're trying to, like, when they become 100% frustrated or any type of thing, they're going to go ahead and go into beast mode. So we don't know what it's called at this point. Of course, we do because, you know, we watch the show. So if you yeah. want to know what it's called, you should definitely go ahead and take a, uh, check it out. But, yeah, they go into beast mode. And eventually, Shiro ends up going ahead and helping out. Um, and it gets to the point where they learn that after, you know, uh, Michiru, for some reason, well, you know, she's just pure-hearted in time. So she ends up saving one of their lives because he was going to take them out. They end up learning in their whole career. In their whole career, they end up learning that those beastmen, unfortunately, were hired by the humans to mm. destroy the festival. Now, yeah. it's really sucky because it it really does have an exact correlation with segregation and Jim Crow. And uh, I've been watching Lovecraft Country as well, so I'm like super into like all of it right now. Like it's very fresh, but it's definitely. Um, those prejudices and just that that danger there so to it's the equivalent of some black folk literally trapping other black folk to for the white people's amusement so that's what that is you know it was very it was very upsetting to shiro and because of all the bad things and the prejudices and the whole reason for animal city in general was so that the beastmen can live happily um, for that to happen, it was really, you know, upsetting. Um, all for money. All for money. For money. Like, for what? So, that's like, that kind of wraps up the first episode, I believe. Um, what else about Begin A? Because it's not just that cut and dry just about the series. So, we also learn, moving forward, Mishiro has a tough time proving that she is, in fact, a human and not a beastman. Well, born human, not a born beastman. And no one believed her. Well. Or when you don't have your wallet with your ID. Because the monkey stole it. Yeah. Well, she ends up going ahead and proving they, she, you know, convinces them and proves to them that she was born into a human. Now, this is something that ne- that's never happened before. 
humans don't turn into beastmen. And beastmen don't necessarily turn into humans. They just have like a morphing ability where they're able to cloak mm-hmm. it, but they're not genetically human. And of course, none of the vice versa. So Mitsuru is totally special in that case where nobody knows what the hell she is and she has self-diagnosed herself with some type of disease. Oh, and her best friend's name is Nazune. Oh, yeah. So then we have Nazuna and this comes later, this comes later in the show, but Nazuna was kidnapped and because she was also turned into a beastman. She was escorted, according to Mitru, she was kidnapped, but she was escorted into the truck because she had turned to a beastman. And obviously, having that happen is super traumatic because you not only face the prejudices and the judgment, but you also face the threat and the fear um, because now they know that you're a human. They're going to attack you. They're going to attack your family. Is She just had to go. So uh, a little bit, let's talk about the, the world building aspect. So Anima City is a utopic safe haven for beastmen. It's actually very paralleled to Zootopia, which was such a dope movie. Have you seen it, Blair? I haven't seen that, but yeah. yeah. From the scenes that I've seen. The, what do you call those? Um, previews and stuff like that. Yeah, it does. Zootopia was so dope, but we're not here to talk about that. So it kind of parallels Zootopia in the aspect that this is a place that is meant for beastmen to live happily ever after. Well, the thing about it is that um, Anima City is, you know, was built largely with medical money from this corporation called the Slavia. Jesus Christ, I'm going to figure it out (laughs) while I Google it. Donates money. Or helps donate the money. Yeah, they donate the money to really build the entire city. The mayor knows that as well. And, you know, they're pretty much in debt to this medical facility. Hmm. Big pharma paying for an entire city of animals? Suspicious. There's always something behind it. Always. In in every show. So, so you know, they're kind of setting the plot for us. We know that something's going to happen. So... The mayor and this pharmaceutical company, I think they're called Sylvesta. Yeah, Sylvesta. You know what? No, no, no. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to Google it because if I get it wrong, the internet will trash me. And I don't want to die for that. So let's get the, okay. So, yep, the Sylvesta Corporation. Sylvesta, Sylvesta. Sylvasta Pharmaceutics. <laughs> so Sylvasta Pharmaceutics is the main contributor, the only contributor to the beginning and building and foundation of Anima City. So Anima City is literally a product of Sylvasta Pharmaceuticals. So Shiro does not trust them whatsoever. He just doesn't trust them. He doesn't trust humans. Whatsoever. He cannot, the, the exact same disdain that humans have for beastmen he has for humans. So that's the one thing they're kind of equal about. They don't like each other. Literally. So we get deeper and deeper into the plot because now that we figured out that there's some type of, there's definitely an underlying beef. Now we have to figure out why is it that those guys were hired? So they're diving us deeper and deeper into the plot. And we also have to figure out what's going on with Michiro. Are you beast man forever? Are you a diseased? But it gets super duper intense and super duper dope. Um, 
and you're going to have to watch it if you want to find out because there's a lot behind the story that meets the eye. There's a lot. and I don't want to spoil it. We don't want to spoil it. We don't want to give it away. There's so much, guys. There's so much. The one thing I will say is Mitro, as she goes through this, uh, you go through and watch this season, uh, she learns to appreciate the life of being a beast man and meeting all these other beast men and these people and just getting to know them and helping people and becoming appreciated by other people for who she is and also learning to basically love yourself and that being a beast man isn't so bad. So, you know, you learn her character changes, adapts and, uh, matures through the through the season uh as she has to live with being in a different world than what she's used to of course she does have moments where she misses her old life but yeah let's see here yeah you know it's 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 a great story it's super intriguing um it's gonna have you hooked from the very first episode so yeah if you want to know more about this show and of course we're not going to give you that many spoilers or a whole cheat sheet. Just definitely go ahead and check out the show at BNA Brain Animal. You can watch it on Netflix. It is a Netflix produced show. So yes. pay that $9.71 for that one screen. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, I cannot go a day without Netflix. That's cap. I can definitely go a day without Netflix, but I need my Netflix there when I want it. So I honestly pay my Netflix up. I pay my Netflix up like for a whole six months at a time. I'm not gonna lie. Jesus. Yeah. What's nine times six? I'm ashamed that I don't know that. <laughs> well, uh, nine times six. Nine times five is sixty. No, it's not. Nine times five is thirty. Fifty-four. It's fifty-four. Yeah. Yeah. So a whole a whole fifty bucks can think about it, guys. Fifty bucks will take care of your entire Netflix bill for six months. That's on you, though. I just let it do a thing and come out of my account once a month. You feel me? That's me. That's me. Right. Well, that's that's all for today's episode, I suppose, because now we're going to start talking about budgeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much that's it. Uh, if we rate it, honestly, I give it a uh, a solid 4. Point five, because it's still, you know, got growing to do. I can't wait for the next season, but I definitely recommend it. Very colorful, very vibrant, very action packed. Hooks you from the beginning, like she says. And yeah, I honestly have nothing bad to say about it. So, you guys tune in, check that out on Netflix, like she says. And until next time, class is dismissed. Till next time. You guys take care of yourself. Peace and love and appreciate you always, my fellow students. Bye-bye.